Welcome to our final Lenten midweek podcast for this year. I wanted to talk a little bit about something that has um, been a subject of a number of Welcome to our final midweek podcast for Lent this year in First Word from First Church. I'd like to begin with a reading from Psalm 116. What shall I render to the Lord for all his benefits to me? I will lift up the cup of salvation and call on the name of the Lord. I will pay my vows to the Lord in the presence of all his people. Precious in the sight of the Lord is the death of his saints. O Lord, I am your servant. I am your servant, the child of your maidservant. You have loosed my bonds. I will offer to you the sacrifice of thanksgiving and call on the name of the Lord. I will pay my vows to the Lord in the presence of all his people, in the courts of the house of the Lord, in your midst, O Jerusalem. Praise the Lord. From the Gospel according to Mark, in the 14th chapter. And they went to a place called Gethsemane. And Jesus said to his disciples, Sit here while I pray. And he took with him Peter and James and John, and began to be greatly distressed and troubled. And he said to them, My soul is very sorrowful, even to death. Remain here and watch. And going a little farther, he fell on the ground and prayed that, if it were possible, the hour might pass from him. And he said, Abba, Father, all things are possible for you. Remove this cup from me. Yet not what I will, but what you will. And he came and found them sleeping. And he said to Peter, Simon, are you asleep? Could you not watch one hour? Watch and pray that you may not enter, in, enter into temptation. The spirit indeed is willing, but the flesh is weak. And again he went away and prayed, saying the same words. And again he came and found them sleeping. For their eyes were very heavy, and they did not know what to answer him. And he came the third time and said to them, Are you still sleeping and taking your rest? It is enough. The hour has come. The Son of Man is betrayed into the hands of sinners. Rise, let us be going. See, my betrayer is at hand. from the Gospel of Mark in the 14th chapter. And they went to a place called Gethsemane. And Jesus said to his disciples, Sit here while I pray. And he took with him Peter and James and John, and began to be greatly distressed and troubled. And he said to them, My soul is very sorrowful, even to death. Remain here and watch. And going a little farther, he fell on the ground and prayed that if it were possible, the hour might pass from him. And he said, Abba, 
Father, all things are possible for you. Remove this cup from me. Yet not what I will, but what you will. And he came and found them sleeping. And he said to Peter, Simon, are you asleep? Could you not watch one hour? Watch and pray that you may not enter into temptation. The spirit indeed is willing, but the flesh is weak. And again he went away and prayed, saying the same words. And again he came and found them sleeping, for their eyes were very heavy, and they did not know what to answer him. And he came the third time and said to them, Are you still sleeping and taking your rest? It is enough. The hour has come. The Son of Man is betrayed into the hands of sinners. Rise, let us be going. See, my betrayer is at hand. Lord, we ask your blessing on the reading and the hearing of your holy word. Amen. I have said for a number of years that many of us tend to seem to want to go from Hosanna to Hallelujah with nothing in between. From the triumphal entry on Palm Sunday with the wonderful images of children singing to Jesus in the temple, of the people waving palm branches and our King of Peace arriving on a donkey into Jerusalem and weeping over Jerusalem as the city that murdered the prophets and was not ready to let him take them under his wing. So we go from the waving of the palms and singing of, of the pretty songs of triumphal entry right to hallelujah, he is risen, often with a big family ham dinner afterwards. We have to rush away from church to get to it. But when we are called to follow Jesus, we are called to follow him from Bethany into Jerusalem to the temple, eventually to Calvary, and then to the open tomb on Easter morning without shortcuts. Jesus called his inner circle, his closest three disciples, to watch and pray with him in the Garden of Gethsemane. They couldn't stay awake. I can sympathize with that. When I endeavor to engage in deep prayer, I have to wrestle against Satan because he uses drowsiness out of my busyness and uses stray thoughts of what has yet to be done and what I have to look forward to or plan or dread to distract me from that time of prayer, just as she used fatigue to distract Peter, James, and John the three closest. Christian tradition offers us a lot of ways to walk with Jesus through Holy Week. To remember that from Hosanna to Hallelujah was a long time for our Lord. To go and cleanse the temple. To be lied about, falsely accused, submitted to a midnight kangaroo court of the Sanhedrin to be brought before a foreign governor 
who was forced by politics into condemning him to death, to die the most ignominious death they had of the day. I'm not sure a worse one has been invented yet. And to be entombed. All that divinity and humanity combined and the humanity had to suffer and pass from him. All for our sake. All to restore us to God. All to be our Passover lamb whose blood would cause God to pass over our sins. And he did it in meekness, humility, mercy, grace, and love. For me, Easter morning is just a bright celebration if I don't first go with Jesus to that Passover table of the Last Supper, to the Garden of Gethsemane, where he literally sweated drops of blood and wept, to go and bear witness at least at the door of the house of Caiaphas in the courtyard when he was before Pilate, to weep at Calvary, to weep at the tomb. Before I stare in awesome wonder at the empty tomb on Easter, Hosanna to Hallelujah should be a long week for all who seek to walk with Christ in faith. Our Christian traditions and churches offer many different opportunities and settings to walk with Jesus through Holy Week. If you go on YouTube to the channel of First Congregational Church of Sutton, you'll find a video of our Palm Sunday concert. It's not all music. It's a narration of the Passion story recounted with beautiful, appropriate music by a couple of different choirs in the congregation. And it's a, an easy listen at home, if, if that's one way, to remember the passion story for you. Like many churches, we will hold a, a worship service on Maundy Thursday. That means Thursday of the commandment in some traditions. You might know it as Holy Thursday, where we will remember the institution of the Lord's Supper, the Holy Communion. Then we will observe what's called the Office of Tenebrae. That's just Latin for shadows. When we read the Passion story directly from Scripture, but with a little bit of music and increasing darkness to the end of the story. Some traditions offer the Stations of the Cross on Good Friday. If that's part of your tradition, I, I can commend it. It's beautiful uh, reflection, a beautiful meditation, a beautiful set of prayers. When I was teaching German at one point, a German army officer asked me just to test my German, I think. What is so good about Good Friday? In German, we call it Karfreitag, which means sorrow Friday. What's good about it? He had a twinkle in his eye. He knew what's good about Good Friday, the greatest gift ever given humankind. He just wanted to hear me explain it in German. He was testing my theological vocabulary. But some way of reflecting 
Jesus spent three hours on the cross and three days in the tomb for us. Can we spend an hour or two for him, whether Thursday evening or, or on Friday? Jesus told his disciples when they arrived at the garden, you will all fall away, for it is written, I will strike the shepherd and the sheep will be scattered. When Jesus calls us to bear witness to him, let's not be scattered by the world's different calls to chocolate bunnies, Easter eggs, social gatherings. Oh, those are fun. I certainly have participated with them and with our children, but always with the emphasis on what it means to arrive at Easter with Jesus and the road he had to take to get there. He asked them to watch and pray for an hour. Then he spent three hours on the cross and three days in the tomb, remember, for us. Give back another hour or two this holy week, not for his sake, as much as it is for yours. Go to a Maundy Thursday observance if you can. Ours will be posted later tomorrow night on that YouTube channel. If you're unable to get out in the evening, look for that as, a, as an opportunity to meditate Good Friday morning. Go to, to a place of worship to pray on Good Friday, just for a little bit. Pray on the Stations of the Cross, if that is your tradition. I find it a beautiful one. You don't really have to go anywhere. I mentioned our, our videos. You're listening to me now. Watch the Jesus film. Look up the Jesus film project and watch the, the story of the Gospel of Luke in film. Watch the Passion of the Christ movie. That is a difficult one for a person of faith to watch, and yet always certainly moves me to tears that are very appropriate during Holy Week. Read the gospel accounts of the passion. Passion, by the way, is just Latin for suffering, of Jesus. Read your Bible stories of it and, and pray about it so that you are better prepared. Having walked through the valley of the shadow of death with our Lord this week, to celebrate the gift of eternal life this coming Sunday morning. We at First Church wish you all a deep, meaningful journey this week. From Hosanna to Hallelujah. Amen. <laughs>